Hello, and thank you for joining me one final time. This is Rebecca Rahe, um, and you're joining me for episode eight of the Interactive Exhibit Design Podcast. Uh, this is the promised outro, the, uh, the time when I actually answer my own questions. And it should be interesting because I haven't really thought about it prior other than when I was interviewing people. Um, as you've probably already figured out by now, I, I asked six questions. Uh, I asked everybody the same thing, so sorry for the repetition. Um, I think you'll find in listening to this that my classmates and I, we're all very similar. We've all we come from very different walks of life, very different experiences, and very different historical backgrounds. But we all ended up in the same place for a reason, and I think that's probably pretty apparent. Um, so the questions... Um, the first one was, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, um, your background? Well, my name's Rebecca Rahe. I was born in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, I lived there until June 28th, 2009. Uh, and on June 28th, 2009, I packed up my life and came to Western. I uh, moved into our apartment here with our two cats, and here we are. But before that, I, uh, I made the rounds of the local universities. Um, well, at least the local universities on the peninsula. Let's go there. Uh, I started at Dal in a, uh, in a science degree, uh, originally thinking about doing neuroscience. Um, that died a slow, painful death in my introduction to neuroscience class in second year, uh, and I had to really reconsider my options, start thinking about who I was as a person. Um, one of the most frustrating things for me about school has always been that well, I was 17 when I went in. I thought I knew who I was. Uh, who I am now does not even remotely resemble my 17-year-old self. Not really in the slightest. Um, so I ended up doing an environmental science degree there. Uh, I think technically it's environmental programs, and I did a BSc with a focus in environmental programs. Um, from there, I worked a summer with the... Uh, the... Uh, YCC, the Youth Conservation Corps, um, at, uh, in, in Nova Scotia. It's run by the Nova Scotia government. I worked with Clean Nova Scotia on one of their outreach projects. And uh, I started thinking about what I wanted for my future. I had initially settled on the idea of teaching. I wanted to be a high school teacher. Um, and so I had to look at my courses and see if I actually had what it took to get into the programs and realized I needed a few... Uh, electives essentially to get into a teaching program so I decided I wasn't going to stick with Dal I might as well go to a different university if I was going to have to take more courses and I applied to St. Mary's at St. Mary's it didn't really take me long to realize that teaching wasn't my thing um or at least not formal teaching I I, I love education I love the idea of educating um but at St. Mary's I really fell in love with doing history and was lucky enough there to have a public history class. Um, Dr. Nicole Neatby uh, runs a full credit public history class that includes a eight hour a week internship at a number of different places. And I participated in that in my first year at St. Mary's and fell in love. I decided to do my honors so that I could potentially go on to do my master's. Um, I realized that, you know, there's probably professors in the audience saying you don't have to have your honors, but it, it helps the situation. Um, and uh, that's really where I was coming from. I took a year off, tried the real world. The real world sucked. Uh, I couldn't find a job in my field. I couldn't find a job in a field that seemed remotely related. 
and ended up working two part-time jobs. And then while I was at the art supply store, the visual merchandiser position came up. And I, at that point, I jumped on it. It was the closest I'd encountered to sort of exhibit design, museum studies that I had been able to find. And I took the, I took, I took that job. I got, I got it, um, and worked it, but still, I knew it wasn't really what I wanted to do forever. And, uh, with a little bit of pressure from my mom and my partner, got together uh, an application. Western was the only school I applied to. I really wasn't sure if I wanted to go to school or not. So I decided if I got into Western, then I'd go back to school. Otherwise, I would continue doing what I was doing and think a little harder on what I wanted to do with myself. Um, why public history? Well, really, I've got two people to blame for that. Um, one is Claire Campbell. Dr. Claire Campbell is a prof at Dalhousie, and I lucked into one of her classes uh, when I was doing electives at Dal. I did a class that was Nova Scotia since Confederation, and uh, she was the unlucky... Uh, kind of underling who got stuck with the class while the usual teacher was on sabbatical. Claire's not from Nova Scotia, uh, so she had to basically learn this history from the ground up, and she really, at that point, introduced me to the concept of public history. Um, she had one of our classmates do a study of monuments, and it really kind of made me wonder, well, what is this? You know, it sounds like fun. It sounds really interesting. It sounds different than academics, and as much as I love researching and writing, and by I love research and writing, I mean I drive Mikkel nuts whenever I do it because I freak out the entire time. Um, I was really interested in hearing about history done in different ways. And so when I was signing up for my St. Mary's courses and I saw that public history class, I jumped on it. And with that, I got to work at Pier 21, a museum in Halifax. Um, the, it's Canada's Immigration Museum. And I worked with Nicole Neatby, and she started talking about programs in the country, talking about Western, talking about Carleton, um, talking about Alan McEachern, the uh, the professor who used to run the program before Michelle, Dr. Michelle Hamilton started. And just public history really, as I said, appealed to me. Um, Western really appealed to me because when I looked a little further into it, it, it felt more hands-on. The internship at the end was really important to me. Um, the chance to get out and try something and work for somebody, uh, to get into the field somehow, was an incredibly, uh, an, an incredibly tempting thing. And Carlton doesn't do that. Um, now, as far as how I ended up in interactive exhibit design... Well, there are days when I still wake up and wonder how I ended up there. Uh, the other day when I was attempting to put a wave shield and a GPS unit together and failing miserably, I wondered to myself, am I really cut out for this? Uh, and then realized that it's probably not that I'm not cut out for it. It's that I probably should have been working on this back in February when we first started looking at how to put two things together on an Arduino. Because at this point, I don't really remember how and didn't really have the patience to try it again. Um, but I chose to take this class because when I saw the digital history class on the list of things we were doing, I was scared out of my mind, but I was incredibly interested. It's something that's different and completely different than the experience of the vast majority of 
people coming out of school with history MAs. And admittedly, mine's not exactly a history MA. I've got an MA in public history. Um, But the skills we were learning struck me as incredibly important in a continually more and more digitized world. Um, And it just, it seemed like a given. It seemed just that I was just going to do it. Of course, now we may hear my cat screaming in the background. It sounds like they've chosen this moment to have a fight. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, so, what are my projects? Uh, I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew with my projects. Um, Initially, the only thing I could really focus on was this idea of creating a cat dish that told me when my cat's water was getting low. Um, And then, very quickly, uh, that idea, you know, it really took off, and it was really all I could focus on, so it was all I'd really worried about for that whole time. Then, uh, I started trying to think more seriously on what I wanted. When I had initially started thinking about projects, I was thinking about, like, walking tours of museums. You know how you can rent the little audio tours that you either, like, plug into a wall or wave an RFID chip, things like that? I wanted to figure out a way to make one seamless, um... I started thinking about GPS. Upon realizing that GPS doesn't really work indoors so, so much, uh, I started thinking about like an audio walking tour and decided that what I wanted to do was create a walking tour that when it reached a certain GPS coordinate or a certain range of GPS coordinates would start playing a file. Uh, Basically making it completely seamless. You know, you put it in your pocket, plug in your headphones and go follow a map and it just happens. You don't have to browse to anything. It just goes. Um, the other project I've been working on is this podcast, um, basically getting all my classmates together, recording everything, editing the files where necessary, uh, and then learning how to put it online. Now, putting it online is actually not that hard. Uh, you just set up the file and find a hosting service. Uh, but then I got it into my head that I wanted to try to put it on iTunes, which, I don't know. I don't know if anyone would ever actually listen to me to it. Uh, if they do, please go comment on my blog. You'll find the link uh, in the podcast information if I do this right, and uh, let me know that you've heard it and you're you know you have nothing to do with me and my seven classmates and my prof. Um, but so those are really the three that I've ended up working more exclusively on. I also wanted to work with SketchUp. Uh, it's a Google 3D modeling program, um, and what's ended up happening with the cat dish in the meantime is it, everything, as is the way with master's programs, especially something project-based, things kind of got away with me at times, and that really hasn't come through. Um, but what I did do is I started trying to model it with SketchUp, the, the cute little round cat dish, uh, significant only really to me. Um... And so those are really my projects. Um, as far as the future goes, well, I'll be spending the summer working on the Promised Land project with uh, Dr. Nina Reed Moroni. Uh, I'll include a link in the notes to the pro- the project. Um, but what I'm going to be helping to do there is create an oral history project, um, and then once that's created do the interviews and start integrating them. Um, and then possibly, as she put it, other bits and pieces here and there. Um, as far as after the internship is done, ideally I'd love to be gainfully employed. And I'm leaving it at that because the job market here in London is not so great. Uh, you heard in Dana's, uh, 
in Dana's interview, an interesting prospect, the idea of being a research analyst. Uh, and I'll certainly be looking for positions like that. I'd rather not work for a call center if I can avoid it or, you know, a coffee shop or a burger joint. Um, but really the main goal is to become gainfully employed. Uh, so that's me. I've just given you a 12 minute interview. It's about average for what I've, uh, what I've been collecting. And, uh, that's where I'm going. Uh, I want to thank everyone who's listened to this, uh, especially if you've done it all in one burst, because some of the things I've learned through this is, uh, if you're going to ask everyone the same question, ask them in different orders so that they sound a little different. Admittedly, it's not overly repetitive. We are different enough and interesting in our own rights enough that uh, it's not overly repetitive, uh, but it's you know, there's lots of things I've learned from this. Uh, I've learned that if you record your intro to all of your interviews separately, it sounds different if you do it in a different room. Go figure. I tape most of my interviews on campus in the niche lab, which is essentially cinder block uh, filled with computers. And uh, clearly it sounds very different than my relatively large and empty computer room. Um, obviously there's no cats there, but there are classes there. Most of it didn't come through on the recorder, so I guess that's something. Um, other things I've learned, try not to get too scared when you start learning things that you don't necessarily understand. Um, I'm going to post a blog sometime in the near future, but one of the things that I encountered through this, especially in the idea of posting to iTunes, is this idea of having to have your file in an appropriate XML format for RSS 2.0 um, in order for iTunes to do it, to grab it what you have to do is essentially like what we did at the very beginning of the semester when we were trying to, um, get ourselves on, wow, and now I've started that and I don't remember what it was called. So I guess we'll move on from that point. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, basically you create a file that iTunes can ping and then upload. Um, I've had to learn about, about, about hosting services, about the cost of hosting services, about free hosting services. Um, I've had to learn kind of about appropriate podcast formatting. Um, some would argue that no format is better. Uh, and I've also had to learn about things like mics. Uh, I was lucky enough that we had um, the H4 uh, handy recorder on campus already. So that wasn't such a huge concern. But I had to learn how it works. Um, and I had to start learning about different sort of considerations for mics with podcasts. So it's been far more involved than I thought it would be. And that's one of the reasons I think that, you know, my projects aren't necessarily as developed as they could be. I, I spent an awful lot of time on this because I, I really got interested. Um, and going forward, I'm thinking about doing a book review podcast just for the heck of it. It really can't hurt. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I just wanted to, again, thank everyone for listening. Thank you for joining me for the uh, podcast. And uh, farewell. <laughs>